Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 31. If you're keeping track, this is Episode 81 total. I'm Craig. I'm Cinch. And Cinch is here, and you noticed that Britt is not here. We were planning on having a three-man booth today to talk about the Super Bowl, and Britt um, was a bit under the weather. He had a delayed Chiefs attack. Possibly. That's very, very possible. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's just me and Cinch, and um, he has a lot of bags across from me with various beverages and two empty glasses, so... I got the beer. All right, what do we have? All right, so this this first one I got special for Brit. All right, the name of it is Consolation Prize. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're just gonna save that. We're one gonna right save here. that. We'll put this in the cooler. And I said I don't want that. <laughs> so you you let me know how that was. All right. <clears throat> the the Consolation it's Lord Hobo Consolation Prize. It's out of Massachusetts. And uh, what's it say? Pale golden hue shows a milk haze. Grassy, mild tobacco, pithy, estery alcohol, honey-like malt, and rose water in the nose. Wow, that's a I, very... I would not put that in my nose. That No, you should, that's a big can. You should not it's put that a, in your nose. A juicy, foolish mouth feel. Oh, it's a 9.5. Yeah, that's so. a good one. Well, when it's a consolation prize, <laughs> I mean, you don't be, want a four. It's got to be strong. <laughs> it has to be strong. Okay, so then next. All and, right. And like I said, we'll, we'll save that one there for, for Brit. Yes. This one is for you, oh. Craig, because I said I've got to get Craig a beer. Oh. And as I was walking down the aisle, I saw the name of it is Harpoon the Craig. It is. Actually, my name is uh, Irish in origin. Wow, thank you. It's a Irish red IPA. So I will read. This is another Massachusetts. This one is 6.9%. Hybrid ale combines two classic styles, IPA and Irish red ale, to create a unique beer. The malt combination commonly used in Irish red ales brings a toasted malty flavor that balances the citrusy and fruity character of the hop. So Craig is sipping, savoring the moment, and he doesn't huh. like it. No, it's um with beers that are like combination kind of flavors. It's, wow, that's really juicy, actually. Um... It's hard to get the first like like the flavor profile on it. It's good though. It's like it it's malty and Dro- then drop uh, me a taste so sure. I can taste that. It's it's malty and thank you, sir. And IPA ish at the same time. Good color. It is a good color. What do you what do you think? He's taking a swig. It kind of hits you like a couple seconds afterwards. It's a little bit of a hoppy taste for my personal liking, but at the same time, if I went somewhere, got this, I would drink it. That you would, would drink fine. it. You wouldn't. No, you wouldn't it, pour it down the drain. No, I, God, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> with anything. It's fine. I would drink that. No issue. All right. Next up on our hit oh, parade. Oh, that is a large bottle. This is a Ballast Point Peppermint Victory at Sea. Oh, see, oh, see, Sench had a whole theme going on here with his uh, with his beer selection. I don't know what you mean. So I'm going to pour some of this for you. You could tell me what you think. Oh, look at that. Wow, that that is dark. Looks That's almost like Guinness dark. Kind of looks chocolatey or something. Uh, Where is the description on that one? I got it. All right. Picture of the dog. Okay, here it is. (laughs) This is a California American Porter. 10%. Dark brown in color. Peppermint predominate, while secondary aromas of roasted coffee and vanilla are also present. Mint and coffee up front intermixed with vanilla and dark chocolate. Full bodied and well balanced with good carbonation. Hmm. Well, let's give it a let's give it a whirl, shall we? 
we're gonna do this. We gotta do it. Oh, he's he's putting it back in the bag. He's just gonna drink it. He's with the bottles in the bag. Nice. What do you think? Well, you definitely get the peppermint. I can smell it. It's very like it's good. I like the uh, holiday esque beer. Like I, I like the peppermint chocolatey flavor. I've had the chocolate and I've had the coffee beer. Huh. The peppermint. It's good. That's I like um. It. I would classify that as a dessert beer almost. Well, you're not going to go and drink two bottles. Of this <laughs> well, that's true too. That is true too. It is a large bottle. <laughs> no, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'll have to finish the harpoon first because I don't know if these two flavors will mix. Crafted and bottled in San Diego. I hear it's nice there. I would like to bring this bottle back. Wow. In person. Oh, okay. <laughs> so hmm. let's talk about Tom Brady. Um. Wow. Just right, right to Tom Brady. Okay. The sure. Greatest quarterback. Oh, here in we the go. History See now, of the NFL. I blame Britt for this because Britt was supposed to supervise this whole thing. Let me just say. See, Britt, this is what you did. This, this is what I you have, did. I have a one sentence argument. Sure. <laughs> Tom Brady is going to play in his ninth Super Bowl right. this Sunday in uh-huh. four days. Right. That's more than any other franchise in the NFL. As in, no the, other team has played in nine Super Bowls. Only okay. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, the franchise. He is the franchise. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying. Right. No one else has ever done that. True. You That's could true. Have, That's that is you a could fact. Have anyone else you want? Mm-hmm. I'll take Brady. And and that is win or lose this weekend. You get to not, winning a Super Bowl. Obviously, much better than losing one. Right. Right. But getting to the Super Bowl, right. anything could happen once you're there. That's true. So I don't anything could happen. I don't use that as a negative if if they lose. Pick your pick your quarter. The the Bengals with Boomer when he got there. Yeah. I think that just elevates you your status. Getting right. There. Just getting so, there. That's true. That, I actually had a friend <laughs> of mine, my pal Orlando, told me, you know, if they win this one, I'm gonna have to give it to Brady. And it's like, well, <laughs> it's been like four out of five years they've made it there. And every year someone says, well, you know, if they win this one, at some so, point you got to stop. So I said, well, who do you think is the best? And he said, Elway. And it's like, come on, you're Elway? <laughs> so. You're right. Tom Brady. I, I'm is trying to not be overly arrogant and fair. over the top. And all that being said, yep. I'm really worried about this game from the Patriot point of view. Are you? I thought they would lose to San Diego. They were the hottest team in the NFL. Right. They didn't. I, they they played better than they played all season long against San Diego. I thought they would lose in Kansas City. It's, it's got to be one of the harder places to play Definitely. in an AFC championship game. We can't ask anybody else because the last time someone played there in an AFC championship that, game, they're all dead and gone. Right. By that now. was a long time ago. <laughs> so I didn't think they would win there. And like I was just telling you, I was prepared two weeks ago to say to Britt, look, you know, what can I say? You got the better team, and, and you guys won, and you deserved it, and you had a better team all year long, but you can't say that, and I'll stop with the chief bashing. Only, <laughs> only I just wanted to say that Sure, I was prepared to say it. They had a better year all year long, but they lost twice to the Patriots, so I can't say that they were a better team because now they both have the same record, and they lost twice. Right. So so then what, what worries you about the Rams? Gurley. Gurley catching the ball. And so his it. his knee issue isn't you don't think that's going to be a factor? I feel better now than I would if he ran for 130 yards and had three touchdowns. So you feel better game. now than say if you were playing the Rams in Week Five? Oh yeah, my my biggest hope if, if Gurley is the Gurley that he was against the Saints, I'm kind of confident. Right, but I think he's the best player on the field. So so we will we'll see. But yeah, it is. 
It's hard. I mean, the Rams have a lot of weapons. Um, I think their biggest issue is going to be how Jared Goff performs. You know I mean, what I can't understand? Yeah. Is Cooper Cup that good? I mean, he's a solid NFL receiver, but all he, you hear is, boy, you know, since Cooper Cup got hurt, the team really took. And yeah, they're not the same, but is Cooper Cup that good? He he was their go-to third down guy. But they got Big Bob. They do, but Bob's their real more their deep threat. That's the so thing. So they could throw it to this guy Reynolds now. Right. So Cooper Cup was like, you need it. It was three and six and you need it seven yards, he was getting the ball. It's kind of thing. Okay, so. I guess. <laughs> so how do you feel about what do you think is going to be a weird game for Cooks? For Cooks, I think that he was on the Patriots last year, so they know, they they self-scout better than most teams. So I think they know what he is and what he does well. And that's not to say that he won't have a touchdown and 100 yards receiving. I don't think he will, but if he did, it's not shocking. He's a good good player. Right. But I'm not really worried about him. I'm worried about Gurley and and then Aaron Donald and then Sue and the defensive line. So are you are you are you more worried about the Rams' defense or are you more worried about what their offense is capable of? (laughs) (laughs) This is this is my team playing. I'm worried about everything. If the defense gets to Brady, their offense is going to stink. The Patriots' offense. That's really that's true. Like if 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 Gurley goes wild and plays like Gurley did in Week Five and most of the season, then the Patriots' defense is going to stink. By the way, the Patriots' defense stinks. They're old and slow. Right. So what? So what was it about the the Chiefs then that got them? Was it their defense that saved them, or they they? Well, the the Patriots played ball control in the first half and had an eight minute drive, and then like a seven minute drive, and then Mahomes starts slow. He went three and out, and then didn't see the ball again for like another Quarter eight minutes. Half, yeah. Eight minutes of uh, clock time. And then, you know, they shut him out in the first half, 14-0. Second half, Andy Reid made the adjustments. They did what they do, and they scored 31 points in the second half. That's what I'm right. afraid of, that whoever plays <laughs> against the Patriots scores 31 in the second half. Right. So is there a point, you think they're going to be, is there going to be a point in the game for you where you're going to be like, they're going to win this or no, they're going to blow it? <laughs> if they're up by As 10 he's... with 30 <laughs> seconds to go, I'll be confident. <laughs> As he says, pouring more beer. <laughs> I'm not a confident fan. No. Even no, rooting for the team that I root for. I was there since, way back when. When, and, when they were 1-15 and, and, and Scott Zolak was in charge. And that was, <laughs> you know, you're rooting for guys that you know they're not going to win, but you say, well, you know, if everything goes right, there's a chance. There's a chance. You're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> I, I can remember when they played in 97 in the Super Bowl against the Packers and Brett Favre, and it was, it's not impossible. They could win. And then all week long, all you hear about is how Parcells is out. He's leaving. He's going to the Jets. So I hate yep. Parcells now. And, well, that's fair. I'm sure there are, there's some people that hate Belichick for the whole Jet thing as well. So granted, that was like, <laughs> would you want to be? That was a 20 minute job that Belichick had at the time. I, I love bringing it up to Jet fans that what? He was your coach. You didn't win any games with him. <laughs> you are technically correct. <laughs> he was there for a day. I don't even think he was at the stadium. I don't no, even he think was, he, he was there, there in time to have a press conference and say, yeah, I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, huh? <laughs> and they had to give up a first-round pick to get him, too. Did they? I, I think they gave up two. Definitely really? one. Yeah, because he was. Uh, there was a whole, the Jets filed gonna... like a grievance or something. Wow, yeah. I wonder who the Jets drafted from that. Whoever it was, I'm happy with it. Maybe they drafted uh, Mo I'm Lewis. Gonna... They drafted Mo Lewis. They they probably didn't, but listen to my scenario. Right. Sure. <laughs> so they drafted Mo Lewis. Yep. In Mo Lewis's second year, again, this isn't true, but this is my 
this is how I choose to remember it. Sure. In his second year in the third game of the season, Mo Lewis takes out Drew Bledsoe, puts him down for the the most of the season, starting the Tom Brady era because that's when Brady came in, became the starter. The rest is history. Hmm. I'm trying to look this up. I'm curious now. Well, it was the 99 season had ended. So the Belichick two, started the 2000 season the 2000 in New England. draft? Yes. The Jets 2000 draft it would be. All right. Let's, let's see. Jets. It's always fun 2000. looking back at draft picks. Oh, especially yeah. Especially with, doing with that time. Yep. It's always great because you see who's really bad. Draft pick. So while you're looking that up. Yes. Does the fact that the Bengals' future head coach is on the Rams. I know you hate the Patriots, and you have the Patriot fatigue that most everyone has. Right. Does it, if, if it were the Chiefs or if it were the Chargers, does it change anything that your future head coach is on the Rams' sideline that you would want them to win because that's your guy? Um, I mean, it would help a little bit, but I mean, the Rams have done so well this year. Maybe he'll pull that. a McDaniels and say, no, eh, you know what? I like it here. I'm it. in L.A. I'm in L.A. The weather's nicer. Cincinnati's where? <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't go there. there. <laughs> All right, so the Jets drafted. All right, actually, that year the Jets had a pretty decent draft. They drafted Sean Ellis, John Abraham, Chad Pennington, and Anthony Becht. Other than Anthony Becht. Did they have two first-round picks? Um... Let's see. Um, it may have whole, been. I got to go the whole list. So that's all right. Too. That's all right. We'll forget about it. It may have been the 2001 draft. I know he got there in 2000, but maybe it was too late for the draft. Who knows? Whatever right. it was, I have uh, no no sorry. problem with whatever that trade was. Well, they had they did have two picks that year. They drafted Sean Ellis in the first round for the, the 12th pick, and they drafted um, John Abraham with the 13th pick. And they drafted Chad Pennington with the 18th pick. <laughs> wow, three first-round picks. So they must that, have been one of them. That set the Jets up to have the success that they had in the er- – oh, never mind. No, but on paper, those are amazing picks. <laughs> it, yeah. John Abraham was good. It, he was probably the best one. Good for out Atlanta, of, right? Eventually. <laughs> Pennington, he won the division, uh, well, for the it, Dolphins. For the Dolphins. It's but, a, yeah. It's a Jets draft for you right there. It is. <laughs> Uh, nothing. Nothing beats the draft where they were, should have drafted Warren Sapp, and they uh, drafted a tight end named Kyle Brady. <laughs> well, you know, people were gonna. It's th- a great name. True. I remember watching that with our friend John, and I specifically remember people were gonna start throwing chairs <laughs> at the draft because the draft was in New York City, so there were a lot of Jet and Giant fans there, and people were visibly angry. <laughs> yeah. And then Warren Sapp went to the Buccaneers, who had a decent career there, but they really didn't. Well, did he? Was he in the Super Bowl then? He made it. I don't remember. Yes. Yeah. He must have been. The, they beat the Raiders. Yeah. Yep. So he got a Super Bowl out of it. So if he was only on the Jets, if he was only on the Jets, poor Jets. They try. Do they? Yeah. No, I think they try be at the beginning of the year. You know what? I think Gase crazy eyes. Yeah, I, that's I, insane. He. I don't know what was going on there. I hope he was just on flu medicine or something. The, the Jets hypnotized him to become <laughs> guess, the head coach. I guess so. They <laughs> wanted someone like Belichick, a robot, and they got a real-life robot. They did. He, like, if you watch the video of that, he doesn't look real. I, I think he's a good coach. <clears throat> they hired Greg Williams to be their defensive coordinator. He's a good defensive coordinator. The right. Jets will be better. At some point, it's up to the players. That is true, too. Coaches can only do so much. Coaches can only get you to the Super Bowl every other year. 
Right. The rest is up to the players. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, it's not like that everywhere else? Tom Brady has played. He's Damn it, played, played 17 seasons. He was a rookie, never played in his first season. In the first quarter of another game, another Did the season. the Patriots draft He him? was her sixth round, 199th pick, pick 2000. Right. So he's played 17 seasons. He's going to his ninth Super Bowl. Right. Come just on. think. Come on, Montana. Just Elway. think, just who, think who the Jets could have drafted him. Everybody could have drafted him. Right. Five times, and then six he, times. No one would have known his name, more than likely. <laughs> There's that great show on, uh, I think it's NFL Network, the Brady Six, and it's all about the six quarterbacks drafted in that draft before him. Mm-hmm. Really who, good. Who was it? What, you, you want me to name all six of them? Oh, who's, who's one of them that you uh, remember? Spurgeon Wynn. Okay. Um, the guy <laughs> There's that, the who's that guy. The 49ers drafted this guy. And Brady wanted to go there because he's from the California area somewhere. Yeah. He's a big Montana fan. And can't remember his name. Italian name. Jimmy Garoppolo. No, no. Not that one. <laughs> but they drafted this guy. And he I don't think he ever played in a real game or anything. So, well, it was the right. Pennington draft. So, Pennington was one of them. Yep. So, if the Jets had the foresight right. to not draft Pennington. All right. Let's see. Brady was sitting there saying, hello. Uh, 2000... Let's go over. Let's look at it really quick. 2000 NFL draft. Tom Brady makes the Super Bowl better than once out of every other year that he's played. Right. Because of the team he's on. But anyway. Yeah. He makes it because of the quarterback they have. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. (laughs) I, I, I realize. I know it's annoying. I can't stop. No, no, it's fine. You can't it's turn fine. it off. But, you know, Tom Brady being on the Raiders, and he, he's out of league in five years. What are you um, kidding? If he was on the Raiders, they would still be in Oakland. He's that good. <sighs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> Let's see. So the, the, the 2000 draft, we have uh, Courtney Brown to the Browns. That's ironic. Uh, Levo- Who's Levo- he? Is he a he quarterback? He's a defensive end from Penn State. Okay, well, don't do that. You're going to go through the just, whole draft? No, no, no. I'm just going to go through some of the names, like okay. big names. Do you oh. know him? Because I don't remember. No. Him. LeVar okay. Arrington. Redskins. I remember him. Peter Warwick to the Bengals. Jamal Lewis to the Ravens. I'm not going in order. I'm just looking. Chicago Bears, they got Earl Acker that year. Uh, New York, uh, the Jets got Sean Ellis, John Abraham. Um, Sebastian Janikowski <laughs> by the Raiders in the first round. Uh, Sean Alexander drafted after Chad Pennington. That was something. 199th pick. I'm only on like 20. All right. All right. Well, so I'm just going to look for 79 okay, more. So, we'll okay. So we got Chad Pennington. Now I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. All right. While you're scrolling. Yeah. I'm just going to mess with people who are listening. I don't know sure. how many are, but. Oh, here it is. Giovanni Camar- Car- Carmazzi. <laughs> Alexa, who's going to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> Damn it, Alexa. That's it. I'm throwing Alexa out. Um, Chris Redman. <laughs> Again, I apologize. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Chris, uh, let's see. Um, still looking for another quarterback. There, it was not a big quarterback year that year. So like I said, there were six before Brady. So you got Pennington, the uh, Carmazzi, Spurgeon Wynn went to the Ravens, I think. Um, wow, it's a big list. Got a big list. Rolling. Uh, Mark Bulger. Yeah, he he played a little Bulger. Bit. Uh. Neil Rackers was drafted before Tom Brady. And then, that yeah, that was it. That's the list. Then Tom Brady, 199. There you go. Yep. And I was at the game with Keith that Bledsoe got hurt and Brady came in. Mm-hmm. 
were you guys like it was it was the first game after 9 11 happened so it was like 12 13 days after mm-hmm. walking through the parking lot there were like two helicopters circling the whole time we were there yeah anytime a plane went by everybody we in the just, crowd the heads yep. go up looking at yep. it yep yep weird time very weird so were you guys when Blitzo got hurt were you like this is it it's over we had no success they had never really won. And so what was, was there? What was, was like how were they? How three? were they like in in the end of the nineties? Were they? Because I really don't remember. Were they decent? Parcells got there. I can't remember the year. Right. If I had to guess, I'd say around 94, 95. They okay. made it to the Super Bowl with him in ninety seven. Then he left. Right. When he left, that's when they hired uh, Seattle head coach. I can't think of his name. Pete Carroll. Uh, Pete Carroll. He was there for two seasons and then he left. So he was there ninety eight, ninety nine. They fired him brought in Belichick. So 98, 99, I think they were like 9 and 7 and then like 6 and 10. Right, so they were a middle of the road Yeah, they team. were nothing. They, they went to the Super Bowl with Parcells. They had a lot of those guys, the McGinnis, the uh, Brewski, Ty yep. Law. A lot of those guys were on those teams, but they never did anything. So Belichick got there. And this so, is all the coach. So you, so you think, is it more, is it more, in your opinion as a fan, is it more Belichick or Brady? Me personally, from it, not being a not, you know not being a Patriot fan, I think it's more Belichick because they it's it's got to be fifty fifty. Uh, I think it has to be. I think it's eighty twenty. Football and any other sport, the head coach makes the biggest difference. If if you're sc- scouted, practice, you know what's going to happen in the game, then you just got to go out and execute. So if the coach gets you there, and he does, he's the best coach anyone's ever going to see and he's been there this long and everything and all the success and tip the hat to him but in the super bowl 28 to 3 they're down to atlanta he didn't do much to get them where they were that had to be the players that had to be brady and right the only reason i say, I say it's 80 20 is because of the whole the matt castle year yeah they, they, went 11 ins- they, and five. they inserted him in the quarterback position and they still won not, I mean, they didn't, you know, they, well, they, they didn't go to the Super Bowl, but I'm saying make the playoffs. Right. But they were like, did Brady you th- has made the playoffs every season except for his first full season. They didn't make it. They went nine and seven. Right. Every other year they've made it. They've played in. But I'm saying with a backup quarterback, were you expecting them to go 11 and five? No, no. That's right. great coaching. Right. So that's that's, I, that's I'm not my saying he's it. not great. He's a great coach. This is quickly becoming the Patriots love exactly. fest. <laughs> it is. So what and, we're going to do. Let's check out draft picks. <laughs> I know. Uh, what we'll do is we were actually going to have this whole plan about prop bets, which we'll get to. Uh, but Britt, do you have any problem with the Patriot talk? <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Go ahead, Craig. <laughs> Eight um, consecutive uh, <clears throat> AFC championship game. Ten consecutive I, division I, titles. I blame Britt for this. <laughs> this isn't entirely Britt's fault. Um, so every year we talk about um, prop bets. Not everywhere, because not every year, because we've only done this twice. Um, we talk about it. There's just no microphone there. Exactly. Um, so there's these silly prop bets you can do uh, for the Super Bowl. So there's a there's a link um, that actually we'll post after this that shows you the different kind of bets you can make. Um, they range in anything from like who's going to be the MVP to how long is uh, the national anthem going to be? Color, what are the, color of the Gatorade that's color going to be the dropped Gatorade. On the coach. What are they going to be wearing? How long is halftime show going to be? What's the first song going to be? Uh, so we asked the people who've been on the podcast, and Adam uh, sent the ones he likes. So I'll read those, and then we'll go over the ones that we like. Uh, so he likes the following: he likes golf for MVP at plus two fifty. Uh, he thinks he he Adam is also a Pats fan, so but he thinks the Rams have a real shot to win the game. 
And with the past history of QBs being MVP, uh, there's a good chance of him winning that. So here if, would here would the be Rams my, win. my argument to Adam on that. Yeah, I wouldn't take Brady because it's just 125. The odds, it's not really you know if you're gonna place a bet. Right. Gurley is a thousand to one. So Gurley is a thousand. Goff so if you is bet a hundred dollars. You win right. money. I don't know. Exactly. Uh, Britt <laughs> Brit would know this better than me. Brit is a numbers guy. It's a, there's a bunch of numbers. I'm just saying. Goff is 250. Gurley's a thousand. In my opinion, mm-hmm. if the Rams win the game, it's because, because Gurley went nuts. I don't think it's because Goff goes. Yeah, nuts. I think I think Gurley is because of his knee injury. I think that's why his numbers so much higher than Goff's. That's a, that's just my view of it. Um, but that's okay if you think he's going to go nuts. Then you make. The oh money. yeah, definitely. So, then you're like you know we were saying before the podcast. Then you buy a new house. But then I would go <laughs> down to James Devlin, who is forty thousand to one. Wow, to be the Super Bowl MVP. Then you're buying two houses. <laughs> that, that's the one. Drop a hundred dollars. Who knows? Uh, the other one that Adam likes is Burkhead's longest rush, um, over eight point five yards. Um, that's plus 105. So do you think Burkhead is going to have one run for over eight yards, eight and a half yards? Okay. So during the chiefs game, okay, we have the podcasters texting back and forth. It was a mess. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't partake because Brit, the chief fan, me, the Patriot fan. Right. I don't that's, want that's, problems. That's fair. That's so fair. I was texting on the side with Keith, who's the Patriot fan. Right. And every time Burkhead was in the game, we're like, God, why is this guy in the game? He's terrible. <laughs> Just let Michelle run the ball. Yep. Throw, throw it to uh, James White. We don't need. And then as the game got near the end and he had touchdowns in overtime in regulation, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah we like you I now. knew it all along. What coaching? <laughs> I, I don't so like would you Burkhead. Take, would Burkhead you take that makes bet? me nervous. No. It's eight and a half yards or something. Eight and a half yards. Do you think he can get a 10-yard? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think the real bet, and I'm making up the prop right here. Sure, go ahead. Brady running it more than five yards. Would you take a bet that Brady would have a a five and a half, six-yard run? (sighs) No. Well, you can't make it. Like, I've seen the bet for the quarterback sneak. Right. And it's like, that's it's. what are the odds? The odds are really low. It's not a, a high odd. Right. So you got to make it interesting. Brady runs it for five yards. That would be interesting. It would be. Because usually you... that's 10 yards back, so that's him running for 15 yards. Yeah. Now, would you take a prop bet of Brady catching a pass? No. No? That was, when they did that last year, it was a stupid play. You got a 40-year-old quarterback. Don't do that. Like, they, he seriously, if he caught that, he was going to get leveled He was going to get lucky to get out of bounds before anyone got near him. <laughs> Um, and do, then, do what you do well. Don't, <laughs> so that means don't, don't run out and try to catch. <laughs> no. Um, the other one is um, uh, Adam. Adam likes a Gronkowski bet. Um, under 4.5 receptions and his longest reception under 20 and a half yards. You think I, I like him to go over four and a half catch. Okay. You think that's going to be? I it? don't. He, he doesn't have any speed to break away. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's not. He's like a lot of tight ends now where he can. He can box out and catch that six-yard pass. He could do that. He's not going to catch that and then run for 35 yards after that. Right. So, yeah, they could throw nah, it to him and he could anymore. catch it five times. No. no. So do you think, quick aside, do you think Gronk is done? Whether the Patriots win or lose, do you think right, Gronk so, is wait, done? So, yeah. Okay, so Gronk is done. Robert Gronkowski could still play in the NFL if he wanted to. 
But you think he's done with it's the Patriots? It's just the Beast, the Frankenstein, is Gronk. Over. That guy doesn't. He, he I haven't no seen longer him. exists. It's been a season since I've seen the Gronk. Okay. But Robert Gronkowski could still be a tight end in the league. I would have no problem if he came back for another season. He blocks well. He catches it. Just not as much. It's as... just he's not an explosive. You got to double team that guy kind of guy. But do you think he's done with the football? Do you think like he's yeah? Just, I think he's... he wants to go and make his Brian Bosworth stupid movies. <laughs> you know, the Boz Gronk in a hot in tub, Stone Cold. I love that movie because it's so horrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for that last sentence because if you just love that movie, seriously, if you've never seen Brian Bosworth in Stone Cold, you really should watch it. It's it's a work of art. <laughs> so my favorite prop bet that okay. I came across, sure, and I had no idea. Okay. I, had to, I had to look it up and do research. It says, how many times will Ted Rath be mentioned during the broadcast? Over or under three and a half. And I said, who the hell is Ted Rath? Did you look it up? I did. <laughs> okay, who is he? <laughs> He's the get back guy. Did, do you know oh. this? Is it, there's a big story. No. Sean McVay okay. has a get oh, back coach. Oh, that guy. That's his name. He's the get back coach. Oh, okay. So I guess there's a problem where McVay needs to have his hand held because he gets too close to the field. So this guy yep. will literally manhandle him and pull him can back. Can you imagine and, that and being your job? Get back, coach. <laughs> that is like, what, can you imagine that being your job? That's your job. Well, the, what's it pay? Well, you get you get sideline tickets to any every, every game. Yeah, yeah, you get really good seats. And uh, how about this? Here's my biggest problem with the entertainment aspect of this Super Bowl. Okay, who's singing the national anthem? Do you remember Gladys Knight? Gladys Knight. Yep. Did I miss something? It, it's 2019. Gladys Knight. I haven't heard Gladys when they announced it. I didn't know if she was alive or not. That's fair. It, Gladys Knight. What 70s? Is that yeah, what you're more, thinking? More, more than likely. Seventies, maybe early eighties. That's Gladys. That's impressive. She's still performing. Well, I mean, it's a national anthem. It's not the halftime show. Her, she's great. Her and the Pips. All right. There's the prop bet. Will she forget or or omit a word from the national Mm, anthem? I'm gonna take the no on that one. I would think so. Uh, You got to figure she's practiced it. Yeah. She was there when they wrote it. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I like this one. Will any scoring drive take less time? Then it takes Gladys Knight to sing the national anthem. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. gotta think so. Um, I like the uh, commercial ones actually. Uh, how many commercials are run during the Super Bowl? The over is the actually the over under is ninety six. So how does that even work? All right, so that means that if you place that bet, you're counting commercials for the whole day. Yeah, literally. I I would I would rather pay to not have to count the commercials see another thing weird that's weird too is they they put in one versus which commercial will appear first i didn't at first i thought they meant the first commercial of the super bowl but i think they just mean in order they're going to be in no i think i i read it to be the first one of the game like here's the kickoff and we go to commercial there which one's is. the first you think one? that one costs oh that's actually a separate bet which commercial will appear first uh budweiser bud light stella stella Artois. Michelob Ultra or Bon and Viv Spike Seltzer. Okay, that last one you made up. No, that's that's plus four hundred. <laughs> I would go with Budweiser. Remember the frogs? Sure. Yep. They were the yeah. best ones. They really were. <laughs> Here. All right. So how about this? Okay. Will Will you be placing any bets? <sighs> no. I mean, I may do like a Captain Fanduel, maybe. I don't that's count that. It. But that's about. It's gambling, but I don't count that's, that. That's that's the gist. Um, some people I work with are doing some some side betting and they're 
one guy is a Patriot fan and the other guy is not, and they they bet a hundred bucks straight up Patriots win the Super Bowl. Oh. Like I told told a guy who took the Rams, I'm like, yeah, I'm with you, but I don't think they're gonna win. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. It's only a hundred dollars, so what's the big deal? Um, any other ones you like? That, you know, they're just so crazy. Oh, Britt would, Brit would like these. I bet he would bet on these. Will Donald Trump attend the game? <laughs> no. Yes, four fifth plus four fifty. No, minus eight fifty. See, Atlanta. So that's Georgia. Is Georgia a red state or a blue state? Uh, I think it's red. I, I think. Th- I, I think that's I like think. a. I don't uh, know. Fifty-five, forty-five, red. I think it's. Uh, it's. Cl- you think it's close? Yeah, I don't think he's. Good. Um, total of Donald Trump treat. Total of Donald Trump tweets on February third. Over is six. Over under is six. Oh, that's going to be over. Well, that's on. definitely going to be over. That, that's for the whole day. It's not like after the game starts or anything. <laughs> and then one of our favorites, um, what color will the liquid be that is poured on the game-winning coach? Uh, so lime, green, yellow is, it's gonna is be plus... going to be peppermint two. victory at sea. It's a dark color. That would be really <laughs> sticky. Uh, let's see. Green, lime, green, yellow is uh, plus 225. Orange is plus 300. Blue is plus 375. Red is plus 400. Clear slash water is 400. And per- I know what? I'm going to take the purple. Plus 1,000. I'm taking bunch, purple. Bunch of men playing football. Who's going to dump purple? I think they just grab a bucket. I don't even <laughs> think they look in it. <laughs> uh, will a fan run onto the field during the game? See, uh, no. Here, here's my problem with that one. Okay. Watching the game, how would I know? They never yeah, show They it. don't show it anymore because so they do don't do want people to get happening? attention. Right. And unless it's going on for a long stretch of time, we don't know it's going on. Exactly. Any other ones um, nah, stick out to you? I mean, they do. They so get crazy. they get silly. They get. You have one you can make up. <laughs> well, the Brady running one that was a pretty. Good that one. was actually that was a good one. That was a good one. Anyone? No. Will the here's one? Will the Rams tight end have a cut a touchdown catch? I say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Well, yeah, sure. It's fifty fifty. Why not? Yes or no. <laughs> they have a good tight end. Uh, they do well. Yeah, well, they have a couple tight ends, but yeah, Higby is pretty good. All right, good. here's one. Here's right. one I'm making up on the spot. Okay. If the Rams win the Super Bowl, okay, will L.A. know? <laughs> Does anyone in Los Angeles know they have a team? They have uh, two, but do they know they have a team? I don't think they officially know. You, you saw the clip with the two guys at the bar and the Rams won, and it was like, they, yeah, oh, whatever. <laughs> hey, that's cool. <laughs> Look at that. The St. Louis Rams won. Yeah, all right, huh? <laughs> um. Actually, so here's another another NFL topic. How do you feel, because Britt and I talked about this last week, how do you feel about the Saints no call? All right, like, so here's what's going to happen. Okay. How do this, you, the it, NFL, it was a blown call, and everybody clearly, in the world knows And the NFL said sorry. Or, okay, so, so here's what should happen. That next season. Next season, yeah. Absolutely nothing. That's what should happen. Okay. What will happen, I think, they're going to have either a ref that's at the stadium in front of a TV the whole time, and he could just kind of hit, hit a, a button. button, and the the head ref would say, "Okay, upon uh, play under review or something." Upon virtual review from our eye in the sky guy named Guy, <laughs> uh, the, he might be the, the play is overturned. But see, a, a play like that, there was no penalty, so you can't say we have this guy to overturn penalties because that wasn't a penalty. I mean, it was a penalty. It was three penalties, I think. It was was multiple penalties. (laughs) Nothing should happen. That's the game. You know what drives me nuts? Yeah. All right, so the Patriot-Chief game went to overtime. The Patriots got it, scored. The game was over, and that was it. Okay. We got to change the overtime rule. It's not fair. Why didn't Mahomes get the ball? 
the Saints got the ball in overtime. They did. The Rams stopped them. The Rams scored and won the game. So nobody, do you, do nobody's you like, saying we need to change it back. <laughs> so do you like the overtime the way it is, or do you like it the way it was, where you whoever scores okay. first wins? I liked it the way it was. So you win the coin? But I, I think it's better now. Okay. So if you at, at the time, I didn't want it to be changed. It was sudden death. Whoever wins, wins. That's it. Okay, fine. Yeah. So now it's now it's if you get the ball and get a field goal, I still get a chance to. Yes. You know what? Right. That's fa- at That's some point fair. in time. You've had four quarters already. At some point in time, you have to stop the other team. Right. I don't care who's playing. Take my team out of it, your team, whoever. At some point in time, you got to stop the other team. We can't just, well, you know, we've got this great young quarterback and he didn't get a chance in overtime, so we need to change the rule. Right. Stop him. That's fair. That's that's fair. My biggest thing is I think this year, because beginning of the year, I thought having full-time refs would help. Apparently, I was wrong. <laughs> I just feel full-time <laughs> stationed out in Los Angeles. <laughs> they um because this is the thing with the nfl they just they do stupid things and then they don't do anything about it for like a couple of weeks and then they look dumber like who at the nfl office said wow we should take these refs this refing crew and two or three of them are actually from la we should have them ref the game like why don't why are you, you know do what that? the biggest it just looks was. bad they don't take the crew that works together all year long they take the all-stars well this guy the the line judge, he had the highest rating, so he's going to go. And yeah, this that's ref, stupid. he had the highest rating. <clears throat> they should just make this crew that works together all the time, they're going. That's yeah, like whoever, you know, I don't know how they judge Because crews. what happened, you had two guys who, who blew the call, the, the two guys that should have made the call in that game. Yeah. Both of them were the highest rated or top two highest rated for their position all year long. Mm-hmm. So if someone says they should be fired, I agree. But that means you're getting rid of two of the better whatever, whatever. position they were. Yeah, the now like referees. with baseball, the World Series, that's the same crew that works together all year, right? Or is it an all-star no, thing? No, I think that one's an all-star one too. It's different though in baseball. I mean, a strike is a strike. It doesn't matter who the third base umpire is. That's a valid point. <clears throat> so, but yeah, I just think, I don't know. They, they need someone to, because that was so okay fine the saints tom brady has a force field around him <laughs> of course he does not only can you not touch him does, you are because... not allowed to enter the force no field. unless you're a referee and you hug him we will penalize that <laughs> the, the force re- field hadn't gone up yet the game right oh, of course of course <laughs> but that's the thing i think referees they need like they need someone to over because that was so bad i mean yeah the saints the saints should have won in overtime fine but that play was like three penalties all at once and my cats could have and your dog could have all said yeah that's a flag (laughs) you know that's the worst part there isn't a person watching that it doesn't matter who you're rooting that didn't think it was a penalty right and they should have just because you you know watching the game they all kind of stalled it wasn't like the play is over here let's start the next play it was like a timeout somebody's hurt and they kept showing it on the screen and everyone's like everybody in the stadium is like oh my (laughs) god at some point they should have just dropped it and he could have said this guy didn't have it but this guy did have it that's a penalty i know right because that's the thing i I mentioned this last week too it's just in on my phone Uh uh-oh the patriots have returned tyree kill they had taken him away two weeks ago Sunday on their flight down to Atlanta, they stopped off in KC just to give him and Kelsey a ride home. They have been returned. Oh, thank God. Uh, But yeah, that's... uh, 
Yeah, it was because I mentioned this last week. Like, I never see another ref. Barely, I've seen it, but not. It's very rare that a, a referee overturns another one and throws a flag. They'll pick up flags all day long. If you see that play again, the I've got the wording wrong. The the side judge. The, the, the side judge is the one that's kind of. He's on the sideline. Kind of more on the offense. Okay, so there's a guy that comes from the end zone end. Yeah, there's the back judge, and side came, line judge. He came yeah. running in, shaking his head no. I guess that's like a, hey, no, it's fine, it's good, he didn't catch it. The other guy just kind of came running in like, oh, did you see that? <laughs> like, is that guy dead? <laughs> he, he couldn't throw a flag and he's like, whoa. <laughs> like, really, he if came he came all the way from across the field. If he went out in the parking lot, got in his car, and ran over the receiver and then shot him, <laughs> he couldn't have made it more, like, blatantly obvious. <laughs> okay, so here, wait, let, let's move on. I just thought of yeah, something else. sure, sure. So Jamal Adams of the Jets at the Pro Bowl. Oh, yes. Tackles the... Uh, he a patriot mascot he I did don't know, i don't know if there's a mascot i don't or know if it's what the team, mascot or I don't, I don't know what teams do if there's a guy right or, or, or there's or multiple there's people guys that do it but, right so he went at the pro bowl and if you've seen the clip he comes running from maybe 15 yards away and just yeah. jumps on top of the guy yeah and they had to hospitalize the guy uh i heard that i heard that Okay, number one, get a lawyer because you know this guy is suing him. Number two, what are you doing? I mean, I I get it. I get it. If he wanted to run over and push him and knock him over, that's cool. Everybody Mm. likes that. Right. You beat up a mascot. Yeah. But, I mean, he had a full running start, and he was like, no, I didn't hit him that hard. It's like, well, no, but you're you're built. You're, you're built NFL to hit people, and whoever's player. in there isn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you pencil-neck geek that got hit. <laughs> He's not built like you. So, yeah, yeah, that was wrong. That would be yeah, wrong no. if it was the San Diego chicken that he tackled. Pick your favorite. Or the, the Philadelphia. Philly fanatic. There you yeah, go. The, who gets sued a lot, apparently. He hit a woman in the face with a hot dog. Did you hear that? <laughs> well, that was her version. <laughs> It, it, yeah, it would have been wrong no matter who was hitting who a mascot. So right, um, yeah. So we are actually towards the end of the podcast. Um, any any final thoughts for you going into this? Are you watching the Super Bowl by yourself? Are you going somewhere? I you watching it with Keith. I'll answer off air. All right, that's then. not for everybody. Uh, for, how about you? Sure. Are you? Are you going to a big party or something? Um, oh, the curling I, club, right? right? I may go. Ch- I may finally go. Ch- well, actually, I've been there before, but not in a very long time. It's a very athletic very. club. I take it. Um, it is. You can skate there. Very neat. I mean, they practice the sweeping thing. True. Got true. There is no dust anywhere. It's all. It's perfect. It's good. Clean. Yep. Um, so the, yeah. the final question. Yes. Super Bowl's four days away. Yep. Craig, uh-huh. put your hatred aside. Yep. Who wins the Super Bowl? Um, I'm going with the Rams. You wanna you wanna throw a score? Um, I'm gonna go twenty. I'm gonna go twenty-seven twenty-one. It's fair. I think it'll be higher higher scoring either way. I think it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be an over game. I don't know what the under over for that game is, but I'm I would probably say it was the over. Yeah, I, I could see I it don't being either, but I could see it being in the thirties. Yeah, I. Because both offenses are, when they're working, they work really well, and both their defenses are kind of, yeah. Because on on paper, the Rams' offense should have destroyed everyone this year, and they did not do that. (laughs) They don't play the games on paper. (laughs) They don't. But if it was on paper, they'd be amazing. (laughs) Um, The other quick, really quick thing that I know Britt was going to bring up tonight, but um, there is a bill in the house in Connecticut. So if you're listening to this and you're in Connecticut, um so brit's been listening saying why are you guys doing why aren't you talking about this (laughs) um so really really quick if 
basically, there is a bill proposed in the state of Connecticut House that would make it illegal for you and I to go to a brewery, go get a beer at a brewery, go get a growler filled at a brewery, or go buy bottles of beer at a brewery with unless we had a uh, wholesaler's license. So basically what they want to do is um, only wholesalers can go to breweries to buy their beer in Connecticut. And then, or like, you know, if you go in a restaurant, for example, uh, or, and also if you were a smaller brewery, like the one down the street, Aspatuck, you would have to pay distributors because they self-distribute. They would have to pay distributors to distribute their beer. Um, this is horribly ridiculous, um, I think, anyway. Because basically what happens is, what happens is, oh, you have a brewery, you invite my food truck to sit outside your brewery on a Saturday. People that own restaurants are upset about this because they're like, oh, breweries are taking our business away because of a food truck. They should be treated as restaurants. Let me let me just say something as someone who enjoy like I really enjoy going out to eat. I've eaten at many places. I don't go to a brewery for a Michelin star quality meal. No and one does. No one does. I go to I go, you know, I'll go to the food truck if it's there. If it's not there, I'm still going to go to the brewery. So for you to for someone to tell me that it's the same as a restaurant, just stop. If your restaurant cannot compete with a food truck, then you probably have other issues. I agree so. 100%. <laughs> All that being said, how yep. do I get a wholesaler's license? <laughs> just in case. Just, you know just, what? I'm we're asking for a friend. We're going to look into that after this, just in case. Um, so, yeah, if you have any interest in beer and craft beer and you like your brewery that you go to, you know, write to your rep. I did this morning, and one of them actually already wrote back to me. So, you know. Best politician ever. Exactly. And Cinch didn't even vote for him because he doesn't live here. <laughs> uh, that's it for this week, folks. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy uh, the party if you go to any Super Bowl party. If you don't go to a Super Bowl party, enjoy your day off of football. One final yeah, quick thought. Sure, go right ahead. Everybody hates the Patriots except for Patriot fans. Right. Acknowledge, though, and you don't have to say it out loud. It's fine. It's not for us. Acknowledge <laughs> that you're never going to see this again. One day you're going to be telling your grandkids or your kids, yeah, I saw the Patriots. I saw Brady. Yeah. Yep. Best ever. Lose to Eli Manning twice. And on that note, (laughs) uh, thank you again for joining us, folks. Um, Leave us, if you like what you hear, leave us a review on Stitcher or iTunes. It'd be really helpful. And uh, Leave a review. Leave a review. Damn it. Patriots. Uh, Pro Brady. (laughs) Nine Super Bowls. 17 seasons. I'm Craig. I'm Cinch. And hi, Deb. We are the Football Fignuts Podcast. Good night, everybody.